You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Underdog NFL Show. Sounds good to say that. Sounds good to say that. Feels good to say that. And all of the other words I said. I'm Chris Horwadell. This has been a messy introduction. Joining me, Mario Hines. Mario, as you can tell, it's been a while. It has been some days, Chris, but that's okay. That's okay. The the the, the stumbling over your words is part of the preseason. I don't know. I don't. I don't think we were in the preseason yet. We still got the draft. We've got the draft coming up uh, two weeks from tonight, actually, night one of the twenty twenty three NFL draft. The pat both of our teams hold uh, hold two first round picks, so that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to fare better than we are, but uh, you know. Neither here nor there. We'll talk talk draft stuff a little bit later, but we have a whole off season to talk about. I found this article on uh, Sporting News rating each NFL team's off season from number thirty two to number thirty one, and I figured let's just use this as a as a means to get through what's happened since we've been here last. And number thirty two, Mario Hines, might not shock you. It's the Green Bay Packers. Uh, their their key additions, a long snapper named Matt Orzik and a safety Tavarius Moore. It is worth pointing out that allegedly the Aaron Rodgers trade, you know, I mean, what is alleged? Some people say that it's been agreed upon. Uh, some <laughs> Those people are, including Jets GM Joe Douglas, uh, seem to keep s- suggesting it's done. And the Packers are like, I don't know about that fella. I'd really like a first round pick if you don't mind. <laughs> uh, Jets don't seem to want to give one up. The The Packers have lost, well, will lose Rodgers, have lost Lazard, ha- lost Robert Tunyon, Dean Lowry, Jaron Reed, Adrian Amos. And they are, it's going to shock you. I have <laughs> BavadaSportsBook.com open in front of me uh, on another screen here. And it's going to shock you that the Packers are uh, the favorites to finish in absolute last place in your NFC North, Mario. Yeah, I am going to have a ball, a ball figuring out who plays for the Packers Mm. next year. Not even like seeing them lose. I'm going to have fun trying to remember each week who's going to start at any position, quarterback included. Jordan Love. How how do you feel this this Rodgers thing has played out? Uh, I think it's only strange because of how quickly Mm. we've seen – other quarterbacks in previous off seasons get moves made and have it be almost like the team that's moving the quarterback is proud that they're doing like making the right decision for the organization. Whereas like, you know, I would give it eight, maybe 10 years ago. It took a long time for these quarterback blockbuster deals to actually happen. And you hear rumbling for a long time. So this is like, you know, reeks of that era. Uh, it's annoying, though, because we're in a new time. Just get it done. It's Aaron Rodgers. We don't care. I don't even know if he's going to be that good for the Jets. Let's just get it done. Any doubt at all in your mind that he's going to be a Jet? No, because... Not me neither. Too too many things happening with the Jets, former Packers. All that. Like, the, the, the way the league talks off the record has to be happening. So it's just, we're just waiting. Yeah. Well, as I look at number 31, it's now apparent that these uh, this article is a couple of weeks old, but it's still worth using as an outline. 
Number 31, maybe they are now, maybe they aren't. The Baltimore Ravens key additions include Nelson Aguilar and just recently Odell Beckham Jr. signs a one-year $15 million contract worth up to $18 million. They lose Calais Campbell. They lose Ben Powers. How about this Ravens offseason? Boring and tumultuous. It's strange. I don't know if I don't know if the <laughs> Beckham signing means as much as some other folks have made it mean. He was allegedly recruited by Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean he would have to be, but also like that's not all you need. So I don't, you know, it's cool. No, they have Nelson Aguilar now too. So that <laughs> that is that. OBJ's shadow, like current OBJ. Like he's as good as the shadow version. And I just, I'm 31 feels right. Yeah. Uh, they are not surprisingly the tied for second place in the AFC North in terms of odds to win the division at Bavada plus 300 tied with the Browns. Number 30, the Los Angeles Rams key addition tight end Hunter Long in the building. And all they've lost is Jalen Ramsey, Leonard Floyd, Bobby Wagner, Baker Mayfield, Taylor Rapp, Matt Gay, Nick Scott, the aforementioned Matt Ozark, David Edwards, mm-hmm. Riley Dixon, Brandon Powell, and David Long. Well, if you only, if you're <laughs> going to only count those guys, then. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. Baker's gone, so. Yeah. Yeah. The, the shining, the shining star that left. Look, long time coming, right? This was in the works year and a half now. Like how long is this window going to be? How uh, quickly is it going to shut? It is shut. Slammed, shattered. And the draft that you're feeling is not an entryway. (laughs) It's just bad. It's just bad news. Maybe because of the activity of losing so many people there ahead of Baltimore, but Mm -hmm. I would actually flip-flop that now that I, you know, hear all that stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, Beckham's at least competent. The Rams are the Rams sold their soul for that championship a couple years ago. And uh turns out that the F them picks attitude might not be the correct one. Yeah, it's going to be nice and tough to field a team yeah. next year without picks. Number 29, the Buffalo Bills. They've added Connor McGovern, Case Keenum, Trent Sheffield, Damian Harris. They've lost Tremaine Edwards, Isaiah McKenzie, Roger Saffold. How did they both lose and add Case Keenum? We're some parallel universe here. And, uh, and Devin Singletary. How do you feel about the Bills offseason? inconsequential in the sense that what they need to do is this is super cliche is like a a gut check mentality improvement more so than personnel uh they didn't lose anyone that you're like okay this removes the winning identity of them they didn't bring anyone in you don't know if they're i mean right now there isn't anyone available that strongly shifts that thing which is really just you've got to be able to run the ball well. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> you've got to be able to run the ball well because you've got your splash running, but run the ball well and maintain some level of cliche toughness um, against your rivals in key moments. And I, they're losing that fight. So that there's no there's nobody you sign to get that done. So this is like a, yeah, they know what they need to do and it wasn't signing it, make, it, make a foolish splash in free agency. Mm-hmm. So they did it. Yeah, I mean, the Bills picked 27. Like guy like Jamar Gibbs has been a popular selection, but I don't know that he's that different than James Cook, who they took last mm-hmm. year. 
if it feels like if they can't get Bijan, they should go for one of these other million available running backs and see if you can get a halfway decent season out of Fournette or Ezekiel Elliott or somebody like that. Absolutely. Give it a shot. I think waiting and playing it out is smart, but they have to do, they have to take a stab at showing that the mentality is changing. By the way, I know it's not going to happen. I know it's, there's like a 0.01% chance of it happening. I want Bijan Robinson so badly for the Eagles, man. <laughs> yeah. I I want him so badly. So what a special he's, athlete. That is that is my that's the guy I want in this draft. I think he's the best football player in this draft. I would love to go from trade back from like 10 to 14 or 10 to 15, pick up a two or a three, and add Bijan because it just feels like it not only are you adding the best running back prospect since maybe Adrian Peterson, mm-hmm. you're protecting your quarterback who's about to get paid a lot of money. There you go. There's some, there's way added value. People know that though. Everyone else around the league knows that. So no one's going to do you guys a favor by letting you make that happen. I would like to see it because still, you know, hoping that you all can stretch this, uh, this window out. But well, I think there's a legitimate chance that if he doesn't, if he doesn't go to Philadelphia and some sort of trade back, I think his floor might be the Lions at 18. Yeah, 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 which... That would make me so angry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, look, I got so mad when you guys traded up to get Jameson Williams last year. Obviously, that worked out pretty well for Philadelphia, but I just, just stopped taking the players I like. All I ask. I I don't... Th- I think you're safe here. I think if that happens, then someone else comes and helps us out because we don't need need him. Uh, but, yeah. Are you sure you don't need need him? <laughs> I mean, we got the Montgomery money. I think they're still yeah, but he got they paid him nothing. That was a great signing, by the way. Great signing. Uh, and we'll talk about that in a bit. Yeah, do, with with Staley out, I think we'll DeAndre has to do something, or yes, you do need him. So if they're looking a year ahead, which I would not put past uh Campbell, then then yeah. All right, number twenty eight, the Arizona Cardinals, key additions from Philadelphia, Kaiser White. Offensive guard Holt Froholt uh, from Philadelphia, Zach Pascal. Key losses, J.J. Watt, Byron Murphy, Zach Allen, Marcus Golden, Chosen Anderson, Tristan Hill, Rodney Hudson, and Cody Ford. Yeah, this one kind of slipped through the cracks for me. Um, I didn't I didn't look for Arizona to do anything, and they <laughs> haven't. <Yeah. laughs> so, yeah, so it, feel, it feels right. And, I mean, again, it feels bigger. It feels bigger than figuring out uh, or, or trying to lure anyone. I mean, it's just not a place people want to be. Yeah, the uh, the Cardinals have the worst odds of any NFC team to win their respective division at Bavada plus 2,500 to win the NFC West. Mm-hmm. Number 27, the LA Chargers. Key addition, Eric Kendricks. Drew, uh, key losses, Drew Tranquil, Kyle Van Noy, Nasir Adderley, Chase Daniel, etc. Sort of uh, not a lot to talk about here. Yeah, another another team that another year of who you are is better off than trying to switch something up. So, yeah, feels right. Feels right. They here took too. the big swings last year with Khalil Mack and yep. JC Jackson and those guys, and now yep. it's just like let's see what we have. Yep. Yep. Number twenty six, the Tennessee Titans, key additions from Philadelphia: offensive tackle Andre Dillard, uh, edge Arden Key, cornerback Sean Murphy bunting. They lost Hmm. Taylor Lewan, Ben Jones, Robert Woods, Bud Dupree, Randy Bullock, Nate Davis, Marcus Walker, David Long Jr., Austin Hooper, and Dylan Cole, among others. This is clearly a team that's looking at a rebuild here, right? Yeah, it's time. 
they were on the door for that for a while. Uh, didn't forgot about the loss of Hooper, but yeah, they, they'll they'll we have to get used to to this, them being sorry again. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're not going to be good. And yeah, weirdly, still have the second best odds to win the AFC South of Bavada <laughs> behind uh, behind only the Jaguars. Jaguars minus one fifty, Titans plus three twenty five in front of the Colts and the Texans, but. Just a really somebody's got to win it. Yeah. Well, Jag- Jaguars are going to be fun. Well, here are at number 24, the Indianapolis Colts. They had Gardner Minshew from Philadelphia, Tavon Bryan from Cleveland, Isaiah McKenzie, and uh, San Francisco Edge Samson Epicon. They lose Matt Ryan, Bobby Okriki. Okriki. I always get it wrong. Paris Campbell, Stephon Gilmore, and Brandon Faison. Yeah, this is a this is a leaning into the draft team. So to be expected, uh, where they're at, got with some p- parts they needed, let go of folks you expected. Expected the Minshew signing is actually pretty decent. Mm. It's just they need a they need the guy for the future. Show so it's not a, a big deal now. But if they do get that guy and they start to uptick a little bit, and Minshew is called in, it's gonna look like an even better signing. But yeah, they're leaning into the draft here. Well, it's going to be interesting to see if that guy is CJ Stroud. I don't think he's going to make it to four, but I really just bring that up because I want to, I want to, <laughs> I want to say this out loud. CJ Stroud's real name is Coleridge Bernard Stroud the fourth. So is the J not for Junior? Oh, uh, it's the fourth. So I think that's <laughs> where they go with. I think guess that's where they go with. He's a, technically a junior. He's one of many juniors in the Coleridge Bernard Stroud line. Like he's Junior the third. Because Junior the second, right? Junior uh, third. I guess you're right. No, yes. No, one of us is no. right. One of us is wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Time will tell who. But <laughs> regardless, one of us gave the right answer, and I feel like we can move on. <laughs> exactly. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, number twenty-three key additions: Juwan Taylor, Drew Tranquil, and Mike Edwards. They lost Orlando Brown Jr. They lost Frank Clark. They lost Juan Thornhill, Juju, Andrew Wiley. Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Great job. Great job with their who they lost, managing that, pulling in, you know, support. I, I like what the Chiefs did. Do you? I, I just. What do you think they need? I mean, losing Orlando Brown is going to be a big deal for them. You, I, I really think they have something in place. Maybe yeah, it's Jawan Taylor, and I don't know how good I feel about that because they paid him a bunch of money. It's we saw what happened when you don't protect Pat Mahomes, and also they lost Andrew Wiley, their other starting tackle, who played pretty well. I don't know, and and Juan Thornhill, a really underrated safety, who goes to Cleveland, which who would have been really oh, fun to watch if we still yeah, watched Thornhill, Cleveland I, football. Yeah, I'm not not big on a Thornhill loss. He did well, but the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, now a year in the making, but they finally get the benefits of having added Calvin Ridley. They also add Dearness Johnson from the Browns. They lose Arden Key, the aforementioned Juwan Taylor, Marvin Jones Jr., Shaq Griffin, and Chris Manhurts. Yeah, give Calvin some time, but this is going to be good. It's going to be good for everybody involved. Uh, yeah, I like I like what Jaguar the Jaguars did in offseason. I like it so far. The Minnesota Vikings, they add Marcus Davenport, Josh Oliver, Byron Murphy, and Brandon Powell. They lose Adam Thielen, Dalvin Tomlinson, Pat Pete, Cam Dantzler, Eric Kendricks, and Irv Smith Jr. Some names there. Some names there. And wondering that's going to be okay. The Byron Murphy thing I, I get upset about as a rival. 
letting go of Thielen a year or two early. Not to say he was the same Thielen, but I think he still has something to tank. That's helpful, encouraging for me. Yeah, he's going to be good in in Carolina for Absolutely. whoever they're. Probably CJ Stroud, honestly. But the <laughs> but the the lines have moved a little bit too. Some people have Bryce Young pretty much a a complete tie with Stroud in terms of the odds. Yeah, I mean, I I think this is a little bit high uh, for what they lost. Um, even even a Pat Pete who you get it, you get it. The transition yeah. is coming, but uh, I think he did a lot for um, when that defense needed to wake up, which was every week starting week seven. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, stuff like that, I think will will come back to bite them. Thankfully for me, I don't. These rankings confuse me, Mario. Uh, number twenty, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Their additions: Baker Mayfield, Chase Edmonds, and Chase McLaughlin, kicker. They lost the greatest quarterback of all time, Tom Brady, <laughs> Leonard Fournette, Donovan Smith, Julio Jones, Mike Edwards, Logan Ryan, Rakeem Nunez, Roaches, uh, Akeem Hicks, Cam Brate, Sean Murphy, Bunting, OJ Howard, Scotty Miller, and their kicker, Ryan Suckup. Yeah, this is clearly an addition by subtraction thought, addition by subtraction ranking. Yeah, finally, in, that Brady's gone. I know, right? Like, finally, we can get, get over the hump. Uh, I don't know. I don't have. I don't have any love for this at all. Um, yeah. As far as what they're doing, ranking aside, like I, I, I don't see a, a trend. You obviously clean shop and clean house yeah. from Brady's connections, but there's the nothing clearly. Legal. You're not doing anything clearly to set the next stage. So I don't know what this is about either. And I think that the Buccaneers also stink. I just like that in a room somewhere. They're like, yeah, we lost Brady. And also like Julio Jones and Sean Murphy Bunning and OJ Howard and Fournette and all of those guys, they're gone now, but we have Baker Mayfield and Chase Edmonds. So we're fine. We're, we're going to be just, just fine. And Hey, we brought back Levante David. He's still under 40, right? Exactly. Exactly. Which is good. But yeah. The bucks have the, uh, are the favorite to finish in last place in the NFC South. Yeah, as well. They should. As That's well. well, yeah, the Falcons have something to say about that. And so do, <laughs> hey, so do the Panthers, yeah, quite frankly. So, in the chamber. This is a bad, bad division. Uh, number nineteen hurts a little bit. The Philadelphia Eagles key additions: running back Rashad Penny, Marcus Mariota, Greedy Williams, Justin Evans, Nick Morrow, and Terrell Edmonds. They lose Miles Sanders, Javon Hargrave, T.J. Edwards, Kaiser White, Isaac Sayamalu, Andre Dillard, Marcus Epps, Gardner Minshew, C.J. Gardner Johnson. And Zach Pascal. I like the penny signing at first when I I still like it. You know. Don't just don't ask him to, you know, carry the ball too much. Yeah, I was gonna say, like, don't ask him, actually. Let him volunteer and he'll be fine. <laughs> His analytics are crazy good when he's healthy. He's yeah. uh, he's amongst the most productive running backs in all of football when he's healthy. And that's basically like saying that one time he was healthy for a couple of minutes, he was pretty good. It was pretty exactly. Right, right. So I think this is a a trust ranking. You all will get the right folks in, given the opportunity. You haven't done much. You have let the right people go. So, again, there's more time. There's a draft. You have plenty of picks. As far as free agency, yeah. Always going to be a bit of a step back year because of the salary cap for Philadelphia this year. Um, I was surprised they allocated the money to bring back Fletcher Cox they did, but I guess that speaks to how poor 
the defensive tackle free agency class was. Still the favorites to win the NFC East, even money at Bavada. It is what it is. Next year, they create a situation where they're going to have 13 draft picks and upwards of $70 million in cap room. So next year will be the, the splash off season for Philadelphia after a little step back. For sure. For sure. That's what I'm saying. Like it's, this is like good faith. Like you're doing what you can and what you should. Number 18, the 49ers, they bring in Javon Hargrave from the Eagles, Isaiah Oliver, Sam Darnold, Cleland Farrell, and Zane Gonzalez. They lose Garoppolo, McGlinchey, uh, Ebicon, Aziz Al-Shahir, and Jimmy Ward, Hassan Ridgeway, and others. Yeah. Uh, and and also, that. when you're done talking about that, please talk to me about what the hell's going on in their quarterback room. <laughs> What you don't, you don't like what they're doing? Like what? What is the plan? Is is Brock Purdy really the long term starter for them? They're ch- have you seen how they're talking about Brock Purdy lately? Yeah, like he's Tom Brady. It's so amazing, isn't it? Cool that like you think you can talk a guy into it. It's I've like- ne- I haven't seen. Have you seen anything like this? First of all, I like I don't mind what Sam Fran is doing. Again, I think they're consistent. It's a consistent offseason. Now quarterback quarterback position. Yeah. They're doing a thing that they lucked up in being involved in, and that is getting Jimmy Garoppolo traded to them. And that whatever, if it was development or not, you know, Tom to Jimmy. And they think that because that thing happened around them and then Brock is doing it, that that's what Brock is. And this Mm -hmm. is the craziest thing I've ever seen because – the fans have bought into it to the point where they were arguing with Eagles fans who clearly had the better team that was saying, if Brock Purdy hadn't got injured, I never That's thought I'd crazy. see a thing like that. If Mr. Irrelevant wouldn't have gotten hurt, <laughs> where are been we? a different game. And look, it probably, it probably would have been a different game. Philadelphia still wins. It would have been, it would have looked a little differently, but looked a little different, but yeah, no, it bananas, dude. Yes. Like, Brock Purdy may well be an above average starting quarterback in the NFL at some point. I just think that we're, we've taken like nine steps too far in terms of what people think of him. It's crazy. I mean, dare I bring his name up again? Like Gardner Minshew was pretty good early. I on. was thinking the same thing. <laughs> like, what are we doing? Yeah. Like Trevor Simeon was really exciting. You know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, look, good luck. Trey Lance is still there, and uh, Sam Darnold going to be the, the uh, number one quarterback to start the season for them. So weird times in San Francisco, but still the favorites to win their division. Okay. Number 17, the Carolina Panthers. They bring in Miles Sanders, Von Bell, Andy Dalton, Shy Tuttle, greatest name in football, Hayden Hurst, uh, and Adam Thielen, as well as DJ Chark, among others. Mm-hmm. They lose DJ Moore, while well, I trade DJ Moore for the no, number one pick in the draft. That's not really a loss. Hmm. Uh, Deontay Foreman, Pat Afflin, and uh, Sam Darnold, as well as P.J. Walker. What do you think of the Panthers? I think the Panthers are trying. I think this is a good step in do not let anyone be lulled to sleep that we're satisfied with what's going on. Will yeah. some of these be hits and misses? I mean, Andy Dalton, have, having Andy Dalton in your locker room, I don't think is the thing that you think it is, but it's also not the worst thing. Yeah, they're, they're paying him nothing. Yeah, and that's where you're like, okay, I'll take this risk. Uh, risk. Um, it's just 
he's going to want to play. I don't care. Which or he also might shoot somebody in the eye with a BB gun. He's so fun. So, but but I think I think the Panthers are heading in the right direction. I can say that enough without feeling like it'll come back to stab me. Yeah, Panthers will be fun. I, I'll yeah. be interested to see what Miles Sanders looks like in yep. a non-Philadelphia offensive line environment, but we'll see. Number 16, uh, sold earlier today. The Washington Commanders <laughs> will be sold to uh, Josh Harris, who's a majority owner of the Philadelphia 76ers. That makes me throw up a little. Their key additions, Jacoby Brissett, Nick Gates, Andrew Wiley. They lose Taylor Heineke, another guy who people liked for a while. Right. Cole Holcomb, J.D. McKissick, at others. Yeah, I don't... I'm not sure what the thing is that's making this exciting. <laughs> Carson Wentz is gone. <laughs> Addition by subtraction again. Wins again. Uh, I mean, Jacoby Brissett is... A, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. You like having Jacoby. You don't want him to be your starting quarterback, but yeah, you like having him. You can have. I like Sam Howell. I, you know, I was mad they drafted Sam Howell in you the fifth round this year. You were. I think he looked okay as well. I don't I'm know sure. how I feel about that. He's, sure, he's, he's clearly going to be better than Brock Purdy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what's going to end up happening? Uh, ironically, is we, I think we actually might start disliking Brock Purdy. <laughs> Like, I already dislike Doc Brock Purdy through no fault of his own. Exactly. Like I already dislike him. We're well past that point. I am like I am so sick of listening to people say Brock Purdy. <laughs> He's the greatest. No, this is uh fine for for the Commanders. If if the the sale of the team isn't included in this, but probably the biggest and best for sure free agency move uh so far. Oh yeah, no. The the getting rid of Dan Snyder bumps this up at least ten points. Yeah, uh, ten grades, no question. Number fifteen, the Seattle Seahawks. They add reacquire Bobby Wagner. They bring in Draymond Jones, Jaron Reed, Julian Love, and Devin Bush, the running back, not the uh, lineman. They lose Rashad Penny, Shelby Harris, Cody Barton, Quentin Jefferson, Al Woods, Travis Homer, Marquise Goodwin, and others. Ooh, when you lose Marquise Goodwin, no. <laughs> He actually hey, he, didn't play. He didn't play bad. He's a hell of a track athlete. <laughs> he is. He is. No, I, actually, I enjoy this. Uh, I think this, this is a good um, offseason as well. It's weird because it's like what I'm noticing yeah. is that. Sorry, and they re-signed Geno Smith to a $90 million contract, also, also worth mentioning. Sure. It's actually absolutely worth mentioning. Yeah. Yeah. Or already like, like in my head, yeah. It's like the t- this team is better, s- slightly better, but good. The teams that were that way did didn't do much or just enough, and like the teams that were bad got worse. And now it's like there's two good divisions. <laughs> That's what mm-hmm. it, it's starting to feel like. It's re- it's like it's college, college football. football. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got the Mountain West. That's yeah. the Power Conference. <laughs> what's happening no that's weird man that's that's weird I, I have no idea how this team's gonna look either i really don't they could be adequate or terrible and ne- neither would shock me right right no uh, i think f- i think i don't think they'll be terrible i don't think they'll be terrible you got, so you you buy into geno smith long term see how you i didn't what uh-huh. what are you doing what are you doing long term next year i, I think mean, he's not he, i don't think he's as bad as what he was thought to be gonna be this year next year 
Okay, he won't so be as good he, as he was last year next year. So he falls back into mediocrity. Yeah. The, the high end of mediocrity. The high end of mediocrity, which unfortunately for Gino <laughs> is going to be treated like bottom tier mediocrity because you oh, just got sure. The timing is horrible for you to actually like settle back in, but the timing is great because you also already got your money. Well, that's certainly true, but <laughs> uh, maybe not so great for the, for the Seahawks is all I'm saying. Um, where are we at next? I move this around. No, number 14. This is an interesting one. The New Orleans Saints, they bring in Derek Carr, uh, Jamal Williams from the Lions, Kalen Sanders, Nathan Shepard, and ugh, Jonathan Abram, my least favorite person in football. One of my least favorite people in football. He's playing, he's, he's on a team with Michael Thomas, who's another one of my least favorite. <laughs> and uh, they lose Mark Davenport, Andy Dalton, Shy Tuttle, and, and so on, Caden Ellis, and so on. Yeah, I, you're banking on this Derek Carr move and all the things, enhancements that come with that. So the grade makes sense. I'm leaning in. I'm leaning in on the Saints. Yeah, plus 120 at Bavada, the favorites to win the division, largely because, as we've talked about, the division is hot, stinky poo-poo behind them. <laughs> and maybe including them. I'm not so Right, sure right. We're not. <laughs> and we won't know for a yeah. while. Oh, that's <laughs> but maybe I mean, look, nine games in. If Carr can get if if Michael Thomas can get on the field and you've got and you've got Alave and those guys, it's they they should be uh, able to do some stuff on offense. That's all we want in today's league. That is all I want. That's why I want to draft Bijan Robinson. That's all I want in Philadelphia. <laughs> Number thirteen, a team with a heck of a defense, the Dallas Cowboys. They add Stephon Gilmore. They add Brandon Cooks. They add Ronald Jones and Shuma Aduji. We'll go ahead and assume that was correct. That was. I don't think it was. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Dalton Schultz, Connor McGovern, Noah Brown, Anthony Brown, and Luke Gifford among the losses. Yeah, sure. I mean, get rid of, you, get rid, trimming the fat. Trimming the fat here also is what I think this is. Yeah, Dallas but also didn't ruin anything. in some fat. <laughs> like, are, are we, Gilmore <laughs> and Cooks aren't young anymore. <laughs> this Gilmore thing was so I don't know I thought I was in a bitter stage or something that day because I'm like what is the big deal I really yeah. I'm so glad you mentioned that and maybe I'm like let me take a step back so I didn't like you know easy easy target with the Cowboys but like yeah this isn't <laughs> I don't know I don't know it doesn't hurt I guess no and Cooks is good but another guy who's good when he's on the field I mean he hasn't missed as many games of late but one bad concussion and dude's career's over. Well, for me, we've had this talk last season. I still think like there's a slightly there's a slight overrated scale for his um actual impact. It's always sure. it's always yeah. Always big numbers on a bad team. Yeah, man. What's up? Terrell Pryor syndrome. Ooh. Remember when Terrell Pryor had seventy seven catches for the Browns? Oh my gosh. It was like, did we find Braylon Edwards? Yeah, and people are just like, he's so good now. No, no, somebody has to catch the ball. Somebody's got to catch it. And he caught the ball about 43% of the time it was thrown to him. Perhaps we should have looked a little bit deeper into the numbers. (laughs) There you go. Number 12, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They add Pat Pete. They add Isaac Sayamalu, Cole uh, Holcomb, Nate Herbig, and Alandon Roberts. They lose Cam Sutton, Miles Jack, William Jackson, uh, and Terrell Edmonds. Yeah, the additions with that head coach or that coaching staff, I like. Makes sense. You don't have 
high expectations for the offense. You also don't want to get in there and force um, as they're learning themselves with a, a young quarterback. So I get why that wasn't priority. Uh, you got your young receiver, young quarterback, you're fine, and right, running back, you're fine. So I get why they're, they're up here with uh, the veteran additions on the back, uh, especially the backside of defense. So I'm fine with it. Hate the Steelers, but fine with it. Oh, for real. Number 11, the New York Giants. Their additions, Darren Waller, Paris Campbell, Rakeem Nunez, Roaches, uh, Bobby Okriki, Okariki, Okarike. They added, they added Bobby O. Jameson Crowder, Bobby McLean. And uh, Tommy Sweeney, they lose. Oh man! Oh, well, they lost Kenny Galladay. <laughs> they should be number one for finally getting. <laughs> yeah. But they also would still be penalized for bringing him in in the first place. Yeah, the the day he was gone, I'm sure they just like the the Twitter the social media team just posted like he's gone. <laughs> <laughs> what a oh, that was a ski mask exhibit uh, exhibition. Um, I think the Darren Waller signing is a very big deal. I think it's a really big deal, and the East yeah. should be very like, eh, nervous, maybe overblowing it, but it's going to be tough sledding with what was going on. Um, I think he's becomes Danny Dimes. Danny Dimes returns because of this. Yeah, I mean, well, they they spent some money with Jones and Barkley and all of those guys, so. We'll see what this team looks like. I wonder if they didn't slightly overperform last year, but they did definitely going in the right direction. Yeah. Number 10, the team Darren Waller left the Las Vegas Raiders. They had Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Myers, Marcus Epps, Philip Dorsey, OJ Howard, David Long, Duke Shelley, and Austin Hooper. They lose Derek Carr, the aforementioned Darren Waller, Jared Stidham started games at the end of the year. <laughs> Former number three pick Cleland Farrell, Denzel Perriman, Monster Faroe, Rock Yassin. And Mac Collins. Rock. <laughs> is he the terrible person one or is he just was a well he was old. He was older. Okay. Rocky Sim? Wasn't he older? No, temple Rocky Sim was a temple corner. He's a Yeah, like wasn't he like an old prospect? Like wasn't he like uh, older? Okay. Than... First of all, his his real name is Abdora Mahan. Good for him. Uh and I don't think he's particularly old. I mean, oh, he's, he's uh, off his rookie I know contract. Temple had, right? Temple had an older DB from that draft. Uh, yeah, he was 23 as a rookie, so a little old, but a not little, old. little. Yeah, not not with the uh, COVID year. We don't know who. That's certainly true. Uh, I I I like this. Here's why. But before, no, 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 not here's why. I have to ask you for. Are you a believer in Jimmy Garoppolo? Like for real? Yes. Me too. I think yes. I think he's gonna do some stupid shit and like make this team like pretty decent. He's just when he plays, teams are good. Yes, I hate it. I'm laughing out of frustration because I do not want this to happen, but I think it's going to happen. <laughs> Did you see that uh, one of the the uh, facilities of ill repute offered Jimmy <laughs> uh, free pleasure for a lifetime for coming to Vegas? Just come, just just show up once. <laughs> Flash a couple of photos, show up once. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Jimmy G enjoys the attention he gets. So, hey, for man, sure I don't him. know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you ever take them up on it, make sure you are. I don't know. Yeah, there take, is no take care of yourself. Take exactly. Care of yourself. That's all, all we're saying. Take care of yourself. Uh, yeah, I buy. I buy in though. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be decent. They they are the favorite to finish in last place in the AFC West at Pavada plus twelve hundred. 
behind the Broncos, Chargers, and Chiefs, I mean, I think we're counting on a sort of a bounce back from Russell Wilson there. But uh, I, I think all four of these teams are decent in that division. Yeah, we won't do the thing we did last year where we made this the best division ever assembled. And, yeah. But we will do the wise thing and say there are be pretty good. the best division ever assembled. <laughs> No, but Sean Payton addition is really important, man. It's important. That's, that's true. It's it's what's well past important. It's gigantic. Yeah, like I, it's not it's not us like forcing ourselves to be right a year later. They the changes were made. <laughs> you know, look if I can be right, even if it's a year later, I'll take it. <laughs> you get me. Let's uh, move on to number nine, the New England Patriots. They add Juju, Mike Kosicki, Riley Reef. Uh, that's pretty much it. They lose Jacoby Myers, Devin McCourty, Johnu Smith, and Damian Harris. Again, I think this is a good faith thing. I think the Juju signing is solid, not as big a deal as it had, it was made when it first happened. Like, I was like, yeah, the answers are being solved via Juju coming in yeah. uh, as a sign of good things to come. But I do think they'll draft well. If not draft well, use the draft well. Sure. Uh, so we'll give them that. And uh, I think that's why they're at this spot. So I'm, I'm comfy, comfy with it. Number eight, we just talked about them. The the most key of their key additions, head coach Sean Payton, but the the Broncos also bring in Ben Powers, Mike McGlinchey, Samaj Pirine, Jared Stidham, Zach Allen, the the super underrated Zach Allen, though they paid him like he's not. Tremont Smith, Marquez Calloway, and so forth. They lose Tremont Jones, uh, Graham Glasgow, Chase Edmonds, Ron Darby, and uh, others. Yeah, no names on the lost side that I'm like, ah, you try to try harder, so... Like we said, Sean Payton, huge, maximize this group. Please maximize this group for the sake of good football. Um, so, yeah, I like this spot. Number seven, the Cincinnati Bengals. They add Orlando Brown Jr., though it may cost them Jonah Williams, who now wants to be traded. They add Cody Ford, Nick Scott, Nerv Smith. They lose Jesse Bates, Von Bell, Smosh Piran, Hayden Hurst, and the uh, – He's just bad person that is Eli Apple. There's a cornerback who's a bad person. <laughs> just not a good fell fell close to the tree, that apple. Yes. The the Ohio State cornerback tree. <laughs> Which uh, we'll get to it later. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, yeah, this is fine spot. I don't have, I don't have much. It's a fine spot, I guess. Let's talk about one another team in their division here. The Bengals are the favorite at Pavada plus 110 to win the AFC North, tied with the Ravens for second place, the Cleveland Browns coming at number six. They had Dalvin Tomlinson. Oh, why do people do this to me? Obiana, <laughs> O'Cron. They are they had an edge yeah. with two both names start with O. Juan Thornhill, Jordan Akins. They trade for Elijah Moore. And uh, they lose Jadavian Clowney, Jacoby Brissett, Holt Freehold, uh, Taven Bryan, Chase Winovich, Grady Williams, and others. Yeah, so, I mean, I like the Elijah Moore bringing in. Oh, and what's think. his name? Why, why do uh, Kareem Hunt, who nobody assigned, by the way. Oh, man. What a name that, like, did what he had to do. Stayed out the way, didn't get in trouble, produced enough. Yeah, they they think the story last week was that they think he he's lost speed. I could see that. Well, good luck to you, Kareem. Good luck, um, this is solid. I think we'll see. Elijah's good. I don't know. Oh, he's very good. good. Yeah, he's I don't know what that's very... going to do with this offense. I don't good. know if this this offense needs more than just guys. 
Well, it needs their their uh, what quarter billion dollar guaranteed quarterback to play like it, and someone to make sure that everyone's in position to succeed. There's there's just more to it. Like I I think that this that was like I like Elijah Moore. I hope he's not treated like he's the he's the what the fix is. No, I don't think so. They have Donovan People Jones and uh, Amari Cooper there. He's going to be, and it's weird too because he. You feel felt like he would have been in a better position to get opportunities with Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, but he wanted yeah. out, and now he's like, oh, I guess I we could try this." Yeah, this might be better. This might smell better in here. We'll see. Yeah, well, it's, it doesn't. It's Cleveland, and I can say that as someone who lives in Ohio. <laughs> um, number five, the Atlanta Falcons key additions: Jesse Bates, the third, Clay is Campbell, Caden Ellis, Taylor Heineke, Johnny Smith, Mac Collins, and uh, and Mike Hughes. They lose Isaiah Oliver, Marcus Mariota, and Abdullah Anderson. Yeah, I love the fortification of the front, uh, defensive front. You're going to figure out what they're thinking come draft time. So let's not get ahead of ourselves here, yeah. even though we want to. So, yeah, good spot for Atlanta, I think. Number four, we finally get to the team that is currently the favorite to win the NFC North at Bavada, the Detroit Lions, plus 140. They add David Montgomery, Cam Sutton, Emmanuel Mosley, Graham Glasgow, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. <laughs> Boy, did he go from hero to villain in Philadelphia quickly. So fast. And uh, Jalen Reeves-Maben. They lose Jamal Williams, Deshaun Elliott, Shark, Board, Mike Brown, and Mike Hughes. I love it. I love we're, everything that should be done, the Lions are doing. So I keep, I stay out of it, and I'm excited. And we just got rid of Okuda for a fifth. Yeah, weird, weird deal. I didn't expect it. I didn't even come close to expecting it. Okay with it because, uh, you know, it's a, it's a the best teams move on a year early, and and I, I I did learn that from good old Bill Belichick. So who learned it from Bill Parcells? Yeah, that was a Philadelphia mantra too. With the, yeah. all of the free agents, they let go the Brian Dawkins and all of them. Yeah, yeah, like you just do it and and, and you prepare yourself that way. So I like it. I'm excited, like I said, and uh, the draft is also around the corner. Hey, man, who are you taking at number six? It's so hard to tell. I think mm. who would you take is what I'm saying. Who would you take if we can get Carter? I get Carter. You're gonna get Carter if you want him. I get Carter. I think that all this shit aside, if Dan Campbell can't make him teary eyed and motor firing, he's not. He's not meant to play at, at the highest level. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to watch that play out on draft day a couple of weeks from today. Number three, the Houston Texans. They add Sheldon Rankins, Jimmy Ward, Robert Woods, Mike Boone, Noah Brown, Dalton Schultz, Devin Singletary, Denzel Perriman, Case Keenum, Chase Winovich, Hassan Ridgeway, Shaq Mason, and others. They lose uh, Jordan Akins and Philip Dorsett. Yeah, who is this? Texans? Texans. Yeah, I'm like, they want to play for this guy. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was a sabotage. I'm not gonna lie; I was very cynical about the hire. I thought it was a sabotage job for a young black coach, but nah, man, it's right. They're gonna overcome this. They're gonna overcome this. I love where this is at. I love. I think it's gonna only get better because he can really coach too. We shall. I I agree with everything you're saying. I just hope. Hope it works out because this feels like adding a bunch of guys in Madden and uh, <laughs> yeah, we maybe actually, they're good, maybe they're not. Yeah. yeah. Number two, and this is a real presumptive slotting here. 
the New York Football Jets, key additions in parentheses, Aaron Rodgers, Alan Lazard, Chuck Clark, Nicole Hardman, and Thomas Morstead. They lose Elijah Moore, Mike White, Nate Herbig, uh, Braxton Berrios, and James Robinson. This obviously all comes down to Aaron Rodgers. He's he's joining, and let them have their fun. I think it's a bigger off-season win than in-season win, not to say it's going to be a bad acquisition, but it's not Super Bowl turning. It may be a good stopgap where you don't down – like you're not faced with that uh, – Mike White, um, <laughs> I've geez, what is the the guy that was the number two overall pick? Zach uh, Wilson. Zach Wilson, yeah, it's not going to be that like much of a roller coaster down and up, and you know what I mean. I think you'll get the stability. I don't think he's going to turn you into a Super Bowl champion, but yeah, for now you get you win the off season if you get him when you get him. Well, you're tied with the number one team. The Chicago Bears make the big move to go from number one to number nine, pick up extra draft picks, and pick up DJ Moore. They also signed TJ Edwards, Tremaine Edmonds, Andrew Billings, Dante Foreman, Robert Tunyon, Nate Davis, Travis Homer, PJ Walker, and so on. They lose David Montgomery, Trevor Simeon, Riley Reef, Nicholas Morrow, and more. Yeah, good for them on doing the right thing for the organization, picking up key pieces. DJ Moore, field stretcher, who's not only that, who's let's see if it matters. <laughs> and I'm I don't a even big, dislike I'm a big Justin DJ Moore fan. Me too, but. Uh, not, but um, it's just with Fields, it has to work for him. As can much. I? Can we say the the way Justin Fields is talked about in the media, the the gamut upon which he's talked about is the craziest for any quarterback I've ever seen. You have, like, you have this contingent of of uh, people who think the the Bears should take a quarterback in the first round, <laughs> and then you have other people saying Justin Fields, he's one of the five best quarterbacks in football. It's great. It's great. It's a guy you keep. To me, that's a guy you keep if that's the gamut. I think we mentioned it early. There's a well, we mentioned it when we were watching the game together. There's a thing, there's a thing missing with him that you're gonna have to manufacture. You're never gonna not have to manufacture. Progression. Yes. Like you're gonna have to manufacture where he's throwing the ball more times than not. If you can do that with a guy like DJ Moore, now the thing about it, subtle nuance, is that DJ Moore is a freelancer. Um, not the worst type of freelance route runner, but he's a natural field route runner, so that's not the best for a guy like Justin Fields. But right, that, that leads to ugly interception. Exactly, because <laughs> he's not going to always be in the 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 blind throw spot that you need Justin Fields to believe in over and over and over. But we'll see, man. We'll see. I'm I'm interested. Good for them though, and and they're doing the right thing so far. So sure, I will put them at two. I think the Jets, like I said, win free agency just because the Bears weren't idiots and forced themselves to stay at one. Um, doesn't mean that they they're doing a better job with splash free agency. All right. Well, I think uh, we covered a ton. We've uh, it's good to be back. Good to be talking football again we'll certainly be back prior to the nfl draft to uh, take another stab at this thing don't know if we'll do a mock draft show like we did last year but certainly going to talk about the draft which as i mentioned kicks off two weeks from tonight for mario hines i'm chris Orbido. thanks for listening and we'll see you back here next time